All right, all right. It's the fucking cannibal, the cannabis animal. Back at it with this brand new seg segment, and we are going to be talking about GMOs. But before that, guys, th there is a lot of things that are going on in cannabis right now, especially in the news. And more to do with the, um, the rules and regulations, honestly. Uh, there's a lot of shit going down. Um, and also, uh, a lot of the stuff that I see, a lot of the articles that I see, a lot of the news comes from also Beard Brothers Farms. So uh, check them out. Big shout out to them. Honestly, you guys are fucking do doing the damn thing. Very informative. A lot of the times I look at your articles and I go from there and I do my own research. So you know what? You guys are awesome. But I'm going to go ahead and read something that I'm actually looking at right here on the Beard Brothers Farms uh, Instagram. And if they don't mind me doing this, so I'm going to go ahead and read it. And this is talking about marijuana festivals and businesses that benefit from them are hurting now that cannabis is legal in California. So this is this is this is big guys for me because I, I'm I'm a big believer in the uh, mom and pop thing, the small business, you know, that's trying to come up local. And um, this is just bullshit. You know, I'm I'm serious. This is this is this is concerning our medicine here. We we no longer cannot give a fuck anymore. Honestly, if um you guys a lot of you out there that claim to be fucking smokers and all this bullshit, you know. You guys need to open your eyes a little bit and see what the fuck is going on right now. So that being said, let's go on with the article. It says, people who own hotels, restaurants, and other businesses near these venues are also expressing concern. They say the boost they've seen as tens of thousands of people have flocked to these events in the past has helped them sustain and grow their operations. A lawsuit over these festival rules are pending while some organizers say they're looking to move their events out of California. Guys, that's not cool. Uh, from every, from what I know, from what I've seen all the time, I mean, before all this Prop 64 stuff, you would never hear on the medical side about a festival being shut down. I didn't see anything. There was so many festivals when, when this uh, thing was medical, nothing was getting shut down. I mean, people would have flocked there. So now, what's going on? Now, big, huge vendors are trying to move everything out of Cali because they're getting way too strict. I mean, it's stupid strict. You know, so um, it says, with local authorities now able to block such festivals, even from limited venues where they're per permitted by new state rules, there, there aren't any uh, state-sanctioned events in Southern California during the first half of the year, and, on, none of the, are, and none are on the horizon for the rest of 2018. Yo, by the by the time last year, or actually a couple years back, with, with the whole medical thing, there was a shitload of festivals going on, and there was never ever a problem. I never saw that, or at least maybe I was kind of dumb and ignorant, but I I, I would never hear of any problems. So, uh, the picture is is a bit brighter in Northern Cali, and I believe that the state licensed marijuana festivals in spring in Sacramento, and in um, Santa Rosa. Where the mass, where the massive Emerald Cup is also expected to go off in December without a hitch. It's costing us a lot of money, but it's going to come back in the long run. Awesome investment," said Tim Blake, who founded the Emerald Cup Festival and and competition 15 years ago. We're going to really be teaching them how it should be done. And you know what? I, for one, am okay with that, because if 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 Southern California can can get with it, can organize themselves, can really um, 
be organized when it get, comes to permitting and rules and regulations. Honestly, this is some bullshit. I mean, really, guys. I mean, what's going to happen in, in the future of cannabis? This this is just going to be a fucking huge corporate takeover. Like I said, fuck that shit. You know what I mean? So it says, but with many of California's largest marijuana festivals, such as the upcoming Chalice, which there's been a lot of shit with that in Victorville, unable to secure permits to allow consumption and sales overall of overall attendance and revenue for promoters, vendors, and fairground venues is expected to be down significantly significantly in the next uh, in the first year of legalization. <coughs> Excuse me, we're uh, we're taking a big hit said Franco Rodriguez, promoter of the High Life Music Festival, which got turned down for a marijuana sales permit by the city of San Bernardino. I, uh, most of you might remember that, most of you might not. Whoever's paying attention, good on you. Our own government is not letting the people do what we voted for. There you go. There it is right there. What we voted for. I didn't vote for shit. I didn't vote for fucking Prop 64 because I knew better. Which, you know, I'm not going to knock it. Okay, if you voted for it, maybe you didn't know better. Maybe you thought the legalization of marijuana recreationally was going to be the, the most awesome thing. Maybe your vision of that was that we're going to be fucking on the streets, puffing away and shit, walking with a joint in our hand, and the cops are not going to give a fuck. Nah, it doesn't work that way. Even if you want to do that, it's still not going to be fucking... It's, not, it's still not going to be that way. Okay, you're not... You can't just fucking... You could, you know, sit next to a cop and light a joint, but you probably will get fucked. So... Whatever. All right. So that being said, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and do a little bit more of this article. We're going to go ahead and jump into our segment, okay? So here we go. Just uh, let me go ahead and scroll down a little bit because, uh, yeah. It says, other festival promoters are taking the same approach as the rest of California. Still massive black market. They are citing a crippling permit system. Lingering legal gray areas and delayed enforcement as justification to keep hosting events that make it look as though nothing has changed when it comes to marijuana laws in California, even though officially everything has. Hmm. Options, option, excuse me, option limited festivals that let people buy and smoke marijuana are now legally restricted to fairground venues and authorized by the Department of Food and Agri Agricultural Agriculture. All right. You see this shit right here? Uh, the first festival that I went to was XO Gold Cup. It was on a Sunday. Yeah, it was a little died down, but I fucking loved it. It was awesome. It was a shit. Didn't have any problems fucking buying my meds in that area. There's a special designated smoking area for that shit. We all know that. It was awesome. And I had my rec, my, my doctor's recommendation, all this bullshit, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Well... I mean, this this speaks for itself, guys, really. All my smokers out there, any consumer of cannabis products and, you know, CBD and all that stuff, this, this, shit, is, this shit is unreal, really. We were not seeing this kind of shit, you know, fucking three years ago. You know, this is, this is ridiculous, you know? This is, this is it. So there's no other type of event to be limited to that, Blake said. It's kind of ridiculous. Kind of is fucking an understatement. Several of the state's 80 sanctioned fairs are defunct or share facilities. Others, such as Santa Maria Fair Park, home to the Santa Barbara County Fair, can't host cannabis events under state law because they're within 600 feet of uh, schools. So carving out those properties leaves California with around 
70 venues that can entertain the notion of permitting cannabis festivals, but the obstacles don't end there. So layers of permission required for 20 years, medical marijuana festivals in California only need permission from whoever owns or manages the event venue. But as of January 1st, companies that want to host festivals where cannabis can be sold and consumed must first get annual licenses from the state. Then, for every event they host, they need permission from the board that oversees the venue. From the city or county. <coughs> Excuse me. Ah. <laughs> county <clears throat> where the venue is located and again from the state. So, several fair boards such as the ones that oversee OC Fair and Event Center in Costa Mesa and Amador County Fairgrounds Event Center near Sacramento have opted to ban all cannabis themed events. Why? Why in the fuck would you do that? I mean, why? Just because you want to be a dick, a prick? Well, this is the this is the legality of recreational marijuana. We wanted well, I didn't want this shit, but a lot of you a lot of us that went to vote out there cannot fuck have no fucking room to complain right now. Really. You cannot fucking get all mad and butthurt about this shit, because this was the doing of the California fucking voters and they they ate the fucking government said, Here you go. Let me feed this shit to you. And the consumer's like, Alright, fuck it. I'll fucking take that shit as long as you make fucking uh, weed legal. It's all good. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. So let's. With that being said, that's just a short article and shit um, of uh, things to come. Honestly, if they're not even already here, that's it. Really. So, guys, get ready for that big change and shit. <laughs> what I saw, and I, I don't know if I forgot what um, Instagram page I saw it on, but it's. <laughs> It's that classic uh, meme and shit. I think it's, I'm not sure if it's uh, Game of Thrones, but it says, uh, oh, I think it's, I don't know, Lord of the Rings, whatever. It's, you know, we all know that, you know, the guy with the fucking sword and shit, uh, you know, uh, kneeling. And it says, brace yourself. The weed apocalypse is, apocalypse is coming. Well, you know what? It's not coming. This shit is already here. So that being said, let's go ahead and just um, talk a little bit more about the packaging requirements of... Um, Head in to release that tension and shit with this fucking um, with this hit right here of what is this Dizzy OG? Dizzy OG. So this this might be my last um, my last eighth in a while, man. Cause real talk, I mean, I mean, I have uh, responsibilities and shit, and I have been I haven't been getting tipped as much because uh, where I, the hotel that I work at is uh kind of going uh, it's kind of getting a little uh, I guess slow, I guess. So yeah, hopefully I'll get. <laughs> That's some more budding shit by the end next week, whatever. So we'll see what's up. Anyway, let me hit this fucking dizzy. <coughs> shit. Alright. So, <coughs> GMOs. What are they? And do they pose a threat to our health? So let's go ahead and just discuss a little bit on what genetics are. Genetically modified organisms. 
First, what are genetics? Genetics are the study of how traits such as hair, hair color, eye color, and the risk for disease are passed or inherited from parents to their children. Genetics influence how these inherited characters, also called traits, can be different from person to person. Your genetic information is called your genetic code or genome. Your genome is made up of a chemically, a chemical called the deoxyrib deoxyribonucleic acid. Oh, I hate that shit. Or DNA. I probably pronounced it wrong. I, I just I tried to do it a bunch of times so I couldn't do it. So, and is stored in almost every cell of your body. I believe this is also true for every living organism on the planet. And why uh, why would it be any different for fruits and vegetables that are grown all over the world? Now that we have, you know, now that we know a little more, I guess, more or less what genetics are, let's talk about uh, genetically modified organisms or GMOs. So, we already know what genetics are. That's pretty much everything, every cell that makes up you and your body. That's what it is. That's what I, what I can break it down to. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, genetics are what make you and every living species on the planet unique because of our different physical traits. Physical traits. The way I could explain GMOs is this. Think of GMOs as a picture, or maybe a picture of yourself. Most of us, uh, when well, we would see a picture like this, uh, we would not be satisfied with what we see. Me personally, you know? Uh, so let's say I want to modify my picture, and I want to modify myself to have a smaller gut. <laughs> so what I would do is copy and paste what I want my stomach to look like, and uh, so I would go through with that picture and just modify what I wanted to change and that picture of oh, that picture and voila, 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 you must, uh, you just modified your pick. It's kind of like that. Um, foods are genetically modified to meet specific needs of a, uh, of a crop or vegetable. For example, before genetic modification, it was difficult to grow some crops that were sensitive to disease, pests, and other variables. So think of it, think of it is, think of it. Um, as a design, pretty much um, a designer, I guess, a designer plant. So, you know, that's kind of the way I think uh, see it. So you take a physical attribute of another plant. Let's say, for example, you want your, your, your specific veggie or fruit to withstand a drought. To put it simply, you, took, you take a trait from a plant species that is resistant to drought and cut and paste it into the plant, basically. That's, you know, the layman, layman term of that shit. That you want to have uh, into the plant that you want to have that trait, and there you go. Uh, you know, it's it's more complicated than that, but I'm just trying to keep it simple without sounding like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about too much. So, <laughs> perfect example. What I'm talking about is the famed flavor saver tomato. So, May 18th, 1994, the first genetically modified or engineered tomatoes hit the shelves of markets. This tomato had a, a longer shelf life. Pretty much, the tomato ripened at the market, in other words. But the rave over this tomato was short-lived, as it held up to its genetic trait. You know, it pretty much did what it promised, but the flavor was not there. It was bland, it was shitty, and not very much like a tomato. So, of course, a lot of health officials stated that public safety was the number one concern, and that modified foods were just not a part of that concern. General out outcry to this day about genetically enhanced or modified foods are a big issue. It is uh, safe to say that most of us have been eating GMO foods for a while and we didn't even know it. For real. 
Reason being is that there is no GMO labeling, labeling requirements in U.S. So, you know, the government's not really required to tell you, hey, this has this, we use a GMO, you know, or it has GMO in it, GMO, whatever the fuck you want to call it. There's no requirement of that. So you, re you really don't know, even, you know, you don't know. So check this out. 88% of corn that is grown in the U.S. is genetically modified. 91% of soybean is gen genetically modified. And finally, 88% of cotton is genetically modified as well. So three out of four processed foods uh, contain GM a GMO uh, ingredient. Soda, juice, canned tuna, and breakfast cereal are just some of the few foods that have genetically modified ingredients. Personally, I understand the need to genetically modify when it comes to plants, fruits, and vegetables. On one hand, you have the need to make a plant or food stronger and less susceptible to disease and pets. And working in the plant industry for six plus years really gives uh, more credibility for this need. Um, I used to, I haven't done it now, but I used to work at a plant nursery for a while, ever since uh, I, I, I was married. Um, so I do, I do see the need to genetically modify your plants. Honestly, I do. I mean, now you guys think maybe uh, genetic modification, that sounds like what the fuck you're talking about. But um, on one hand, you have to you have the need to make the uh, plant um, stronger and less, susceptible, and less susceptible to disease and pests. And working, you know, in, in that plant industry, it's just, it's nuts. You know, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. I've seen diseases as well as climate changes, destroy millions of dollars in crop and plant growth. I've seen that shit personally, you know, nobody has to tell me that shit because I witnessed that shit myself. So, um, and with that being said, modifications made to plants and animals to produce, uh, I guess, I don't want to say, I don't want to say animals and shit, plants to produce a desired trait have been, you know, around since 10,000 years, you know? So it says, but cannibal, aren't all GMOs bad? I can't say that because I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but the way I see it is, I mean, this is the way I see the breakdown. If people have been doing it for tens of thousands of years, then it means that the way they're genetically modifying shit is they're just crossbreeding things, you know, um, pollinating, pollinating different seeds and shit like that. That's the way I see. That's all fine and dandy because people in, in the in the cannabis industry do that shit all the time. They crossbreed different um, different plants, and there you go. They, they, you get your you know um, Skywalker OGs and, and uh, different crosses like that. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but the fact of the matter is there's, uh, there's only, I know there's a lot of companies out there and probably a lot of companies that don't use shady tactics and, um, and I just harmful methods of, you know, uh, genetically modifying their seeds or crops. So I can't say that because I'm not a doctor of science, like I said, but there's only one huge name in GMO in the GMO industry that pretty much started it all and it stands out. I'm talking about Monsanto. Now stay with me on this one, okay? I know some of you heard it all before, GMOs, blah blah blah, bad companies, you know, they do such evil things as well, blah blah blah. I get it. Alright? Just bear with me on this and you'll take it with a grain of salt and then you go ahead and you know um you go ahead and make your own answer out of all, uh, everything that I'm telling you. Um, so GMOs are are uh, are. I don't think they're bad in a nutshell. 
you know? So how does this affect the cannabis industry? Well, if you want to know, keep listening to the next segment where we will give you more info on how Monsanto already has its fucking claws deep in the cannabis industry. So that that's kind of complicated there. <clears throat> We're still going to end up... Since I actually, um, I'm spending a little more time on that little 15 minute rant. I'm going to go ahead straight to the, uh, history of Monsanto in a nutshell. I'm going to give you a brief history of this company and what kind of shit they are responsible for over the years. You might be surprised. You might be not. Some of you might know, might know a lot of these things already. Let's just tune in here. In the year 1896, a grown ass man by the name of John Francis Queenie, who worked in the pharmaceutical industry met a woman by the name of Olga Mendez Monsanto. He eventually married said woman and decided to open a business of his own, naming it after his wife, Monsanto. He opened up um, a business to produce uh, an artificial sweetener called saccharin, which is 300 times sweeter than sugar with no nutritional value. So even though the sweetener is widely popular, in the 1870s when it was invented, practically no one had heard of it. This sweetener was monopolized by Germany in the 1900s. By 1905, nine, uh, Monsanto had a couple more things under its belt, like uh, vanillin, which is synthet synthetic vanilla, and cumarin, synthetic cinnamon. I, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> which up until Monsanto's production was dominated also by Germany. This all stopped when the U.S. declared war on Germany in 1917. At this time, all chemical imports from Germany were completely stopped, leaving a gap that Monsanto was happy enough to fill. So this company <clears throat> went from an annual revenue of $81,000 uh, in 1913 uh, to um, a whopping $905,000 in, in uh, 19... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> an annual revenue of $81,000 in 1913 and a whopping $905,000 in 1919. In 1920, Monsanto makes it makes his way into the industrial chemical industry, producing the more known chemical polychlorinated biphenyl, or PCB. So there are different variations of PCBs, but all proved to be carcinogens and pollutants that are very toxic. Now, I believe PCBs were used in old, old Transformers back in the day. Um, I, I don't fucking know why. As coolant, I, as a coolant, I believe. So I guess some of the older, um, more, I guess, untreated neighborhoods in America might still have uh, Transformers that have this PCB um, uh, coolant. So they're pretty fucking toxic. Like that. These chemicals are resistant to acids and heat and need to need about 200 days in direct sunlight to start breaking down. What the fuck is that all about? 200 days in direct sunlight? Fuck, to barely start making it break down? That doesn't sound pretty fucking safe to me. These chemicals were banned in 1970s. And it only took them about 50 years or so. And uh, leaked documents show that Monsanto was very, aware, very well aware of the toxicity levels of these chemicals as early as 1938. So, picture this. If somebody's telling you uh, Monsanto GMOs aren't are, are, are bad, okay, that's fine. But how the fuck are you going to trust the company that, that started, um, that, had, that made the start in the chemical industry with chemicals that really fucking cause cancer and, a, and are very fucking harmful to, to anything that's living? 
So, check this out. Fact, by 1939, Monsanto was the premier chemical company to the U.S. <coughs> Excuse me. It's more important chemical at the time, styrene, a chemical crucial to the production of synthetic rubber, um, was, you know, that was pretty much being manufactured by this company and shit. But keep on this. Who's heard of the Manhattan Project? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. <laughs> so this is, I'm going to give you the breakdown just of it. The Manhattan Project was a secret military project created in 1942 to produce the the first U.S. nuclear weapon, okay? Fears that Nazi Germany would build and use a nuclear weapon during the World War II triggered the start of the Manhattan Project, was, which was originally based in Manhattan, New York. Uh, Monsanto literally had their fucking claws in there. They were like literally, they were the fucking, you know, they were the girl in a fucking, uh, in all fucking... Uh, they were the one girl in a fucking huge-ass orgy. <laughs> if you guys fucking get my gist and shit. They were responsible for something called neutron initiators. Now, in a nutshell, neutron initiators are, I believe, what starts a nuclear, nuclear reaction in an atomic weapon. So pretty much it sets off the fucking, the whole, the whole um, nuclear uh, reaction, and there you go, you have an atomic weapon. Think about that shit for a second, right? So we already have fucking chemicals that cause cancer and are very toxic to anything that's living. Yet, it was approved by the U.S. until 1970 because the U.S. didn't fucking, they didn't really, you know, pay attention to that. I call bullshit for one. And two, you're already fucking, they already have their, their hands dipped in the nuclear fucking uh, industry and shit by this time. And they're the ones that make pretty much the trigger to, you know, to a nuclear weapon and shit. I mean, come on. That's bullshit, right? All right. Fast forward to post-war. After the war, Monsanto got into the agricultural business. Ah. Which is our conversation, which is where our conversation is headed in the next segment. If uh, you're a grower of wheat and other crops and you like to keep your crops as natural and organic as possible, please stay tuned to the next segment because, um, honestly, you, <laughs> you're going to be surprised of, of the shit that I tell you. And you're going to be like, whoa, what the fuck? I use that product on my shit. So, yeah. Let's go ahead and fucking uh, do the damn thing here and shit. L give you a little, little more history on the, uh, the whole uh, Monsanto thing, right? So, after World War II, Monsanto made his way into the ag agricultural business by developing different forms of herbicides. Herbicides are pretty much, you know... For a lot of you that don't know and shit, it's the chemicals they use uh, uh, for plants and stuff like that to resist, you know, disease, pests, blah, 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 all that stuff. So, all right. So, the first chemical on Monsanto to be developed in this agricultural business was dichloral, diphenyl, trichloral, ethanol. Okay, I'm really fucking bad. It's called DDT, okay? And it went into production in 1914. This chemical was also banned 30 years later due to it being extremely toxic. Whoa, who fucking knew, right? I'm, I'm not surprised. Documents show that Monsanto knew of its toxicity, but still put the chemical into production. <gasps> really? Man, get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> All right, so then, um, the next herbicide on this company's list was the infamous, and I know a lot of you have heard about this, 
Agent Orange. This fucking chemical, man. <laughs> Many of you have heard about it. It was used as a defoliant in Operation Ranchan of the Vietnam War. Now, what is defoliant? Pretty much, this chemical is mainly a defoliant is, made, uh, is used mainly to in combat situations, and when sprayed on sprayed on any kind of plant life, it pretty much kills it. That's it. So you know they did all that. They they fucked up the Viet Cong's you know um, uh, crops and things like that. But in doing so, this chemical made more than three million people sick. This included U.S. soldiers. All right, not giving a fuck about. It. So we already have a company that doesn't give a fuck about your welfare, and. And now they're jumping into, we don't give a fuck about U.S. soldiers. We're going to spray this shit all over the place, and we don't give a fuck as long as we win the war, right? Of course. Also, half a million Vietnamese children affected by Agent Orange were born with deformities. I've seen the pictures, man. It's fucked up. Really. I mean, give me a fucking break, you guys. During the 1970s, the government decided they finally had enough of Monsanto's bullshit and ended their use of harmful chemicals. Wow. Uh, Just into the 1980s. Good work, guys. Awesome. That's, that's great. Uh, the ban of PCBs and certain pesticides also set, um, also uh, gave way to several class action lawsuits that really cost them tens of mil- uh, thousands of millions of dollars. So they took it upon themselves to shift away from the agricultural chemical business and direct the company towards what? Agricultural biotechnology which was back in the day in the 80s, which was a very young science. So this happened, this all happened during the 80s. And um, so let's jump forward to the uh, 1983. Uh, Robert Fraley and his team of Monsanto scientists made history when the first scientists to genetically modify plants, um, I guess, gave way to, you know, First genetically modified plant and shit, you know, they um, it, this this was nuts because that's that that's when the first genetically modified plants start, right? So this gave birth to a new era in agriculture, the GMO era. So, um, I don't understand this at all. I mean, the U.S. government has is seeing the pattern of um, all this bullshit. You know, all these chemicals started from, you know, from, uh, from uh, neo-Nazi war, neo-Nazi war, the Nazi war and all that shit, uh, German war. It starts from there. So they did all this shit, you know, made chemicals that were really fucked up to, to humanity, and they still said, okay, you're good. You know, we'll still let you be in, in uh, we'll still let you be in business, just like the fucking pharmaceutical companies. So, you know, give me a fucking break. All right. So, um, there are... Different ways of modifying seeds without putting the consumer's health at risk. I won't be discussing a lot any of these today because they're really uh, I, there's that's a that's a whole subject for another time, uh, in, in a future date. But I know there's a lot of ways to do it. You know, one I can think of is crossbreeding seeds and stuff like that without any chemicals and shit like that. I know uh, it says here that um, the way they the way they they modify seeds. Um, uh, at least Monsanto's way of doing it is is uh, kind of complicated, but pretty much involves blasting shit into a seed. Literally, it, 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 I guess uh, some sort of um, blasting some sort of metals in in a, in a seed that actually changes the um, the genetic makeup of that shit. It, it attaches to the seed and 
changes uh, all all its uh, DNA and shit like that. In a nutshell, I won't be discussing that because that's really complicated shit. And you know, and this is we're talking about the corporate takeover, corporate takeover of cannabis, not really the methods of you know Monsanto. So that's, that'll be uh, something for another episode and shit. So, um, um, in the eighties, uh, Monsanto saw themselves in a bit with uh, with a big number of lawsuits, which almost made them go bankrupt. Naturally, they discovered a new chemical called glyphosate, an extremely potent pesticide, which pretty much saved the company from going under. We all know this fucking famous herbicide, uh, and this famous herbicide became the most widely used herbicide in the United States. It became known as Roundup. We've all seen it in the stores, you know, even if you don't use it, maybe we've seen it uh, in Home Depot passing by the, the, the garden section, you know, things like that. So, how do they cash in? Well, um, we'll go ahead and explain that to you. Typically, when growing crops the old way, growers had to plant their seeds very far apart from each other. They needed that space to till their fields to prevent weeds from killing crops. So, to till is pretty much to stir uh, soil for weeds. Um, Monsanto gave birth to GMO seeds that were resistant to Roundup. <laughs> this gave growers a chance to grow their crops closer together, which gave gave them way more yield. All right, let's uh, stop there for a second. Monsanto, um, by spraying this Roundup fucking herbicide on anything, it kills it, right? So okay, well let's go ahead and make a GMO seed that's resistant to Roundup. Now let's let's not just make one seed. Let's make a fucking shitload seed, shitload of seeds from different crops. Okay. So, all right. Okay. Maybe you be, maybe you might be thinking, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Okay. Um, I think you guys heard of uh, get uh, put good in, get good out, right? This is this is just my um common sense. If I'm watering my plant. Any chemical that's around my plant that is in direct contact with the soil that's around it, if I go ahead and uh, water my plant, that chemical is still there. It's going to go through the fucking dirt, and my plant's going to absorb that shit. That's just uh, common sense, right? So if you're spraying your fucking crops with the Roundup, and that shit stays in the dirt, and then you go ahead and water your fucking plants and the plants eat all that shit, then that means that we're eating all that. Am I wrong? Or am I just an ignorant fuck? I don't know. That seems to me very fucking plausible, right? We're eating that shit. So, how the fuck could this Roundup, how, how the fuck could we, um, as consumers, eat Roundup and still be okay? Um... If you guys want to go ahead and do your own research on this, be my guest. But I will tell you this. What has been happening over the years? Um, the the um, number of, of cancer, I guess victims, you want to say, because cancer's fucked up. The, the number of people that suffer from cancer over the years has been fucking extremely high. I mean, it goes higher and higher every fucking year. So you can't tell me that it's just a coincidence. Oh, well, you know, um, people just get cancer just for, you know, out of the fuck of it, genetics. Okay, yeah, I get it, genetics too. But it, 
this shit cannot be helping. All these things that we're doing, they're doing to the to 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 crops and things like that. They, they can't be helping at all. Really, there's no fucking way you can put it. Uh, any other way you can put it, if you eat chemicals, you're gonna fucking get sick, no matter what. And 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 that, I guess that subject hits kind of close to home because um, I had um an uncle that passed away a couple years back, and it hurt me deeply, really, a lot. And he died of cancer. Um, cancer is is not really uh I don't know my dad's side of the family is not genetic I don't know if it's genetic uh, in our genetics and shit but on my mother's side it is you know and that kind of makes me made me worry a little bit because my uncle was young he wasn't that old mind you yeah maybe he didn't take care of that cancer I get it but still you know we um on my dad's side of the family we're not prone to to see cancer like that shit so I mean. You guys make your own decision and, 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 you know, go from there and shit. But, I mean, honestly, this is not acceptable, you know? So, um, let's go ahead and back, uh, <laughs> let's go back to the, uh, to the, uh, information and shit. I want to get a little too fucking emotional here and shit, because it still hurts. Um, so, uh, up until the 2000s, Monsanto was the sole producer of glyphosate because they had a patent on that chemical. But you know that feria, feria, you know that money and shit, which made them a huge titan in the titan in the business. For the last two years, 85% of corn grown in the U.S. came from Monsanto GMO seeds, and 92% of soybean grown also grown in the U.S. is part of that uh, uh, Monsanto GMO seeds. <clears throat> um, corn. If you guys maybe you know don't think about it often, but from corn. You can get a shitload of different products derived. You know, we can get, uh, I believe you can get sugar and all this other shit. Corn-derived corn products, there's a lot of them. Also, soy-derived products, there's a, sh a fucking huge number, you know, a huge amount. So think about that shit. So now that you know that Monsanto is responsible for Agent Orange, some of the most fucked up chemicals on the planet, um... Uh, 85% of corn, 92% uh, of soybean. Does that make you think um, about what you're actually eating, what you're putting into your body? Maybe. It, it did actually make me uh, think about that shit, but a lot of us can't afford these 100% uh, organic, you know, non-GMO fucking foods, man, because they're expensive as fuck. Eating healthy is expensive. As opposed to going to fucking Jack in the Box, buying yourself a burger for a dollar fifty. You can literally live, eat burgers every day if you wanted to. Not the most healthy, healthiest thing on earth, but hey. So we're eating all this stuff up. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell what we're what, what we're eating is you know uh, genetically modified or not by Monsanto. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this, Monsanto owns the world's fucking food supply. If you don't believe me, look it up. Look it up. So, why would we want to be eating and consuming a product of a company that has had shady, shady fucking ways of, of, of doing things? All of their, I guess, uh, through all the li lifespan of the company. Really fucked up. Really, really fucked up. Honestly. So, um... You know, that's how Monsanto keeps a steady hold in this market, you know? So, why is this all relevant to cannabis? Well, stay tuned. Next segment.
promise, promise. At the beginning of it, I'm going to tell you exactly how we connect the dots and if there's anything that can be done about it. So um, thank you for listening to this segment. Um, a lot of this information, I want to say 80% of this information was provided by um, a um, very resourceful people, uh, my people, uh, Francisco Ramirez and um, Dale Sparza. This is coming um, from uh, good sources. They did the research on this. Uh, excellent presentation. I love it. Thank you, thank you very much, guys, for that. Um, so most of the information is coming from there, and a lot of this information is coming from uh, things that I put together. You know, so I really don't have a specific web, website for that because I took all the information from different websites, different a uh, couple books that I read, and put it all together. So um, I have to give props where uh, props are deserved. So thank you guys for that. Really appreciate it. Um, a lot of things I didn't know, a lot of things I didn't know. So, um, yeah. Appreciate that. It's always good to have a network of people that are willing to help and share their information um, whenever they can. So yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and, and um, uh, leave the segment and hit this fucking dizzy. Oh, stay tuned for the next segment, baby. Cannibal out. Start it off with another hit, cause you're gonna need that shit. If you have a, uh, if you have some butt with you, if you have a dab, a nice joint, some smoke on this, cause you're gonna fall back on this one. claiming to be the sole person to have this information. I just haven't seen it um, on any talk, I, um, podcast kind of thing, whatever. Talk radio, you want to call it. Excuse me. <clears throat> Alright. So, why is all this information relevant to cannabis? Okay. Last year, the largest pharmaceutical company in the world, Bayer, bought out Monsanto for a fucking whopping $66 billion. Even though Monsanto was voted the most evil company in the world back in 2013. This only strengthens Monsanto's power because they opted to keep the name Bayer so no bad press would come of this merger. <laughs> I ain't stupid, right? Okay, it's not, it's not illegal. Of course it's not. But that's fucking slick. Real slick. So, um, well, guess what? Evidence suggests that Monsanto may already have your claws in the cannabis industry. How is this possible and how is this connection made? Well, Monsanto and miracle Grow. Hmm. You didn't know that shit, right? miracle Grow is one of the largest gar lawn and garden products companies in the world. And some of us have used miracle Grow in the past. How? To grow bud. 
because we can't afford the expensive stuff. You know, we can't afford the black magic shit, which is in connection with this shit. Also, we can't afford the uh, uh, Fox Farm shit, you know, which is pretty much outdoor, sh indoor shit too. But we, we can't afford those expensive stuff, and we can't afford to make our own, so we opt for a you know pre mixed uh, soil. Okay. Um. Ah, so, so some of us have used Microgrow to grow bud. So this company has been an exclusive marketing agent for guess what? Yeah, Roundup. <laughs> okay, so uh, the company Hawthorne, which is you know uh, a front for Microgrow, uh, has already purchased some of the largest hydro companies in the business. Which ones? Uh, Botanicare, Gavita. General Hydroponics and what? Black Magic. Performance Hydroponics. So, how many of you out there I've seen use General Hydroponics? Fuck. I cannot I cannot count the I can't count the times on my fucking fingers because I've seen this too many times. I am um you guys none of you have any fucking idea who I am. None of you know me. On my Instagram, check that. And I just, you know, this guy just decides to do a podcast, you know, because he thinks he has knowledge. I may have some knowledge. I may, may be wrong with some stuff. But I feel in in my 15 plus years of smoking uh, cannabis that I may know a thing or two. <laughs> you know? And when it comes to maybe flavor and, um, you know, things like that. Think, things that on the palate are not really, uh, you can't just learn this shit one day, you know, no, um, you know, your palate, your tongue, your taste is very complex, you know, your taste was very complex, and if you learn, if, if you learn to uh, use them and defer all the different, all the types of flavors that are in your bud, and then you, I think you know a thing or two, you know, and it's not really hard. You know, you, you do it automatically when you get new bud, you smell it, you, you smoke it, you taste it, you know, you you know, you, you, you kinda guess the undertones of it, you know, it's spicy, it's fruity, it's minty, it's earthy, you know. You know what the fuck's up. I know a little bit. I'm I don't claim to know because fuck no. I, fifteen plus years don't make don't mean shit because I, I, I haven't worked in industry. I've worked with growers, I've grown my own shit, I've worked at a at a dispensary, I've I, you know, I've done I've done a lot of things in, in, in my in my lifetime, you know, as a as a cannabis. I want to say activist because I've never been out there, you know, and, and you know, um, you know, rallied and marched for cannabis. You know, I can't say that, but I'm a can cannabis enthusiast, connoisseur, if you will, maybe. You know, I've I haven't had at the moment. Um, my funds are you know not exactly directed towards cannabis; they're actually directed towards you know my family. Which is you know everybody out there pretty much you know, but I've come to smoke a lot of a lot of bud, a lot of herbs, that um, of of all kinds of shit. I mean, I've I've smoked some high end, crazy ass level shit, you know, and I've smoked lemons, I've smoked blows, I've smoked fucking stress. We all smoke, we all know that shit, that streasy shit. We all know what's up, okay. And and all my fifteen years of that shit, I believe that I I've acquired something you know really. Uh, there's something there. If, if I, I, I may have some skills, but if there's one skill that stands out, is this. You know, I've been smoking weed for a long time, and, and I know what the fuck's up, I think. 
So, you know, it's, 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 um, you can taste it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to, you know, you could, your palate has developed a certain something for cannabis as it is the same thing with, you know, um, uh, uh, wine tasters. I heard that that's a, that's a actually really good profession. I had a cousin, um, you know, rest his soul. Uh, he was, I guess this huge, he was a big deal in the, in the, in the wine industry because he was a wine taster. And he had developed this palate for wine, and he, he was just—I heard he was the creme de la creme of of, of his of his industry. So, with that being said, the same thing with you know wine, same with you know even beer. You know, there's this different, it's very different hops and stuff like that. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm rambling on about this, yeah, but the reason why I'm saying this is because I, I don't know if you—I want to say if you can't taste the difference. But I'm going back to the whole general general hydroponics thing, you know. Um, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm not a famous person. I, I don't want to be famous actually. I don't want I don't want to be on fucking TV, you know. I don't, I don't want to be. But I don't knock the people that are that are famous, you know. For Bud, trust me, you know. More power to you. Do the damn thing, you know. I'd rather be a little bit more behind the scenes, you know. I thought I wanted to be that kind of person, you know. I want to be a famous, you know, cannabis person or whatever the fuck like like, like Tommy Chong. Which is awesome, you know. That was when I was younger, but now um, certain things in my life have 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 led me to, um, I guess I don't want to say, I guess the the more behind the scenes kind of stuff. You know, I would love to fucking uh, run a grow. You know, I would love to um, have my own shop. And, you know, be that number one shop that 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 does the whole thing uh, with uh, you know proves their quality with with the product and also customer service because that is i honestly believe that that's probably it is the number one factor that makes or breaks a, a company and i believe that so with that being said i've been to many grows you know and why i don't fucking know I don't know why uh, people maybe say, oh, man, I, you know, I don't know, maybe they, people think, oh, man, this guy looks like, eh, I feel bad, bad for this guy. You know, let me bring him, you know, to my grow and shit, because he seems kind of trustworthy and shit. And, you know, I have been. Um, every girl that I've been to, I've been welcomed uh, welcomed with open arms. Uh, and uh, I've, I'm very discreet about things that I that I see. And, you know, I, I'm not, a, I don't divulge shit. I don't say, hey, man, you know, this guy has a grow over here. You want to go check it out? Or, you know, just, I don't. Shit like that doesn't slip my tongue, you know. I I keep very private on, on that kind of thing, um, but I, I've been to many grows, many grows, and the first the first thing that that I see in in nutrients, uh, even outdoor, is general hydroponics. I see that shit everywhere, man. Like so many grows. I, I've been to I I think I want to say I've been to you know, ten plus grows, and that's not maybe that's not a lot for for. Uh, all of you, but it's, I mean, it's a cool accomplishment for me because, I mean, I, I, me being a fucking nobody, you know, they don't know me and shit, so you know what, I'm just, you know, you know, this guy seems like he knows what he's talking about, so we go, and that's actually probably the, the reason why um, um, they will let me in. Now, uh, mind you, I haven't grown butter in a long, long time. Long, long, I want to say fucking years. And I'm, I, I need to brush up on, on my, um, uh, just, just in general growing, you know, uh, not not just bug growing, you know, in general just growing something like that. And I, I'm, I'm a little rusty. I know I am. Uh, 
but back in the day, man, fuck. I, I mean, I had it. I, I had so much knowledge about about growing stuff like that that I just I, I was just you know a fucking open book because that's how I would do you know before my son was born all that stuff. I, this was this was my life literally in a nutshell. You no, know, I would reach cannabis and even my 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 brothers know you know that we're we're all into that whole thing. And um, I just when when I read this that General Hydroponics you know was owned by a um, you know, Miracle Grow and all that shit, and you know, all that stuff in there, embedded with Monsanto. It, it just, I mean, fuck. Just like Monsanto is dominating the world's food supply, it's the same shit. You know, same thing. And this is this is just nuts. I mean, how 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 can how can this be possible? And how can, how do do we not see this? You know. I don't think it's good. I don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah, General Hydroponics, you know, nutrients like that. I'm knocking the, not knocking the company, but best believe they got by, bought out by fucking Monsanto. This is not. And guys, this this is not a conspiracy theory. This is not me being stoned and being paranoid. Nah, fuck no. This is actual facts. Look it up yourself. This merger. Is huge. Was huge. It was something enormous, you know. And this is a, a, the, the, just connect the dots yourself. Really, go go to the fucking go to the the Hawthorne website. All these names are under there. You go to Hawthorne website. Check it out. You know. Um, this is just whoa. I'm sorry, guys. I'm ranting off this shit, but um. So. According to a hydroponics company that really, a hydroponics lighting company that wanted to stay anonymous, um, made this statement. They want to bypass hydroponics retail stores. When we said we won't get in bed with them, they said, well, we could just buy your whole company just like we did with Gavita and do whatever you want. Miracle Grow's CEO went as far as announcing invest like half a million in the pot business because it's the biggest thing ever I've seen in in London Garden. So it's not really difficult to see where this is all where this is all heading in the near future. That we're gonna that we might see GMO strains, cannabis strains. If they're not, if that's not happening already. So think about it this way. I think, and this is this is this is something that I think. I don't know. Maybe my paranoid stone mind. Sometimes I don't get too paranoid, but sometimes I get to thinking and like, fuck, that might be true. If you see the media, guys, all this shit that goes on in the news, if you're hip to it, you know right away. Anything nowadays and everything, actually for a long ass time, in the fucking media is bullshit. Zero. Zero fucking credibility. Nothing is plausible in the fucking media. Think about that shit. You guys should know it. I don't have to explain that shit to you. You know, this is true. This is true. Media is responsible for a lot of mass hysteria. There shouldn't be mass hysteria. Um, a lot of bullshit. CNN, fuck the media. Fuck CNN. Fuck Fox. Fuck all the fucking huge. Fuck all the huge, you know, news outlets and stuff like that. You know what? I don't believe any of that shit at all. And a lot of people, a lot of people that I know that don't even smoke or hip to it, they're open minded. They're 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 woke. If you if you want to call that shit, you know. This is a. Um, this is happening now. 
believe it or not. I believe that whatever we you see in the media, the news, that like this, I think it's, I think it's probably 20, 30 years late. I don't know why. I think so. Um, why? Because for a while now, you see, you see these big companies, big cannabis companies, and you're like, what the fuck? Some of them are like, some of them you can't just help but think like, who the fuck are you? And where the fuck did you come from? You know? If, if maybe some of you are, are, are into the whole uh, business side of, uh, of pot and all that stuff, and cannabis. Um, I mean, I think, and I'm not going to name any names because I'm not sure. I don't want to say specific because I have no fucking, no proof. This is just my theory. That um, this shit has already been happening in the pot business for probably the past 10, 15 years. You guys didn't notice that. I believe that shit. Low key behind the doors, you don't you don't know, um, you don't know where these seeds came from. If you're a grower, you don't know that. You don't know how these seeds came about. That's fine. The company could say yes, um, we did this, you know, properly. We crossbred the the um, the uh, the strains, stuff like that. But that makes me kind of wonder. Um, if Monsanto has GMO seeds, uh, and you know what? Nah, and this is just a, a, a wondering. I'm not accusing anybody of anything, so please uh, take this just as a theory, as a you know shot in the dark. That I don't, I'm not knocking uh, anybody who did this. Whoever's responsible for it, awesome. You know, it, it it looks fine to me. So, you know, please no, no, don't get all. Bleh. Butthurt and shit, and think I'm thinking uh, something wrong about this. Um, a lot of you know about the auto flower um, uh, seed. Pretty much, um, it, it's a cannabis uh, type of seed, where I, I believe it is. Uh, I don't know if it's they're all hybrids, I believe, or uh, mostly hybrid indica and sativa dominance. But these auto flower seeds are, I don't know, um, really awesome. Or to say the least. Why? Because, I mean, the yield might not be as much as a regular um, cannabis seed, but autoflower seeds are um, faster, as in that they grow fast, I believe, in maybe... I don't, I don't know exactly the, the time frame. Let me fucking get that for you. Uh, yes, I do use the internet because that's one of the fucking greatest tools ever. Like I said beforehand, I used to have a lot of knowledge of of, um, of cannabis. I used to know the auto flower, not inside now, but I had cool knowledge on it. Um, stoner mind and just not being lazy, but I just have all the responsibilities to take care of and shit. So auto flower, the concept of auto flowering strains is pretty much simple. Time, uh, they'll pretty much automatically flower as opposed to waiting for a specific time light cycle. So, you know, instead of, you know, waiting for the full life cycle of, of cannabis outdoors and indoors, pretty much um, you go ahead and plant the seed and you get a, a faster, uh, faster, I guess, uh, faster time from where you can go ahead and, and uh, um, what is this? We harvest. Excuse me. I'm a little stone and shit. 
So these autoflower seeds are awesome because pretty much they have a short vegetation period of like two to four weeks. So um, it's pretty much this process is created when breeders fold in genetics from cannabis ruderalis, a species of cannabis uh, plant that is known for its autoflowering attributes and short stature. So it's it's a short it's a short period of, of life and it, it flowers faster. You get a faster crop. So you pretty much crossing this uh, ruderalis with indica and sativa varieties pretty much pretty much results in a plant that pretty much doesn't rely on uh, sunlight as much to flower, but rather grows and flowers on its own time. So it, it I mean it does have you need obviously sunlight for that, but it doesn't rely on on just that. It's really fast, and there's a lot of good companies out there uh, uh, that have seeds. And one that I've seen that is very interesting that I that looked fucking bomb that I wish I could have grown was uh, Tangimatic. Um, so you looked that shit up. That shit looks awesome and shit. When, when the, this uh, first came out, was, mm, mm. so there's a number of reasons to consider auto flying varieties, you know, for uh, indoor or outdoor. So when grown outdoors, auto-flowering plants will start to produce buds, you know, no matter how many hours of sunlight you have. So this means you don't have to worry about running lights and, uh, or if there's, you know, not, you can't get that much sunlight, you don't have to worry about that shit. So, um, and it's good if you're, if you're trying to, if you're trying to harvest multiple times a year, you know, it's, it's way better. And there's a lot of good genetics out there that you can go ahead and, 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 and acquire for, for, uh, these type of cannabis plants. Mm. Sorry, excuse me, I had to drink something. Ooh, now it's getting really dry. So, uh, autoflowering plants can receive more than 12 hours of sunlight a day and create bigger buds in less time than many regular cannabis plants. So when you grow indoors, autoflower strains allow you to rapidly grow strains from start to finish as it's generally, generally complete maturation after three months. It's a very short uh, time span. Autoflowering plants are small and stealthy. They are pretty Perfect for closet grows or growing outdoors where you do not want your neighbors to see what you're up to. Yeah. That's auto flower in a nutshell. But my stoner mind goes, huh, that's weird. So how did we achieve the auto flower seed? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if you go back to it, you know, uh, I should do some research on it, but I, I believe I, I remember who started or maybe started this trend or where it came from. I don't remember but my stoner mind goes back to like, oh shit, what if Monsanto has some shit to do with that? You know, and they just fed it to the people and said, hey, check this out, man. Here you go, we have this. Uh, and what if uh, what if Monsanto posed as a third party fucking uh, seed company and we don't know about that shit? I mean, come on. Yeah, that's a little too fucking paranoid and, and stoned and shit. But you never know. You know, this this was a pretty. I mean, I mean, I, I saw. Yeah, it comes from Ruderalis, You know, a, a, a type of, of uh, subspecies of, of, of uh, cannabis. Okay, I get it. It comes from there. But still, I mean, who knows? <laughs> so that being said, um, if you guys know growers, if you guys grow bud yourself, if you guys are using miracle Grow for your bud because you can't afford the um, the high-end stuff, if your people are using General Hydroponics, uh, Black Magic, uh, Performance Genetics, any of that stuff, think about it. Just think about it for a second. If Monsanto is creating food that might might be getting you sick because of the way they change their genetics in, in seeds and their methods, and you know that they created some of the most crazy chemicals, you know, known that are toxic to humans, 
um, that are not uh, radioactive, of course. Um, think about it. They they started with uh, um, PCBs, chemicals that that were used in uh, generators, not generators, but um, uh, I guess electric, you know, circuit, whatever the fuck it is. The, the big old transformers that you see on your um, uh, the big old poles and shit, telephone poles. Um, back in the day, the coolant that was in there was uh, called PCB. Excuse me for saying us so much. So that's one. And then two, they make they fuck with Agent Orange, the chemical that pretty much it's a defoliant that destroys any crop when uh, you go ahead and you know throw it over a crop and shit. Back in the the uh, Vietnam War, this is happening. You know they ruined the Viet Cong's crops and all that stuff. And they got a lot of people sick, including soldiers. You know, that's 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 another one. And then they're responsible for uh, a huge amount of toxic chemicals and herbicides. And they had a lot of lawsuits and shit like that. And they're responsible for Roundup. And they're responsible for they're responsible for uh, for the uh, um, I guess that the f I guess the artificial sugar I guess or sweetener in uh, Diet Coke and all that stuff. So they're huge. So with that being said. Um, these people have caused a lot of damage over time to a lot of people and uh, and also you know are responsible for deformities in Vietnamese children back in the in the Vietnam War because of Agent Orange so with that being said you, you, you if you go on this is funny because if you go on YouTube if you go uh, to a lot of um, search engines and you type in is our Monsanto GMO seeds bad and out, and most of them say no <laughs> well, some say no, but but now that you have this knowledge of how their methods of creating these these chemicals are, I don't think you would want to be eating any of the food that is produced by Monsanto. Why? Because they're resistant to to a Miracle Grow. So you know when that's that's it's spread over the plant, it drips into the it drips into the soil, and when you water that it, that um, the soil eats it up and it, and it and the plant eats that shit up, and it, it's in your food so with that being said if it's in your food you definitely would not want that shit in your butt in your cannabis right you wouldn't so think about it this way um there's really no way of knowing if they if you have a gmo butt on you there's no way there's uh, no way that the to know that the grower had any, any knowledge knowledge of a GMO a cannabis seed if there is any. There's no way of knowing. But let's keep our eyes and ears open about that shit. And you know, if if you're a grower, try to maybe stay away from Miracle Grow. Maybe see another alternative. Um. You know, try to stay away from General Hydroponics if that's the case. I don't want to knock anybody that that's been you know using them, but now that you know about this, I mean, what, what, uh, what do you think about it? The cannabis industry, um, a lot of companies in the cannabis industry, they thrive themselves and are very proud to use all organic stuff, um, uh, nutrients. Actually, as a matter of fact, it's one of the big important things in, in cannabis. Um, think about it, guys. Really, I. At the end of this segment, I, I, I just kind of stuttering and all that stuff. Not because I'm high, because I just don't know what to say, honestly. 
this huge merger with Bayer and Monsanto it's, it's, and a and um, Miracle Grow being pretty much the main advertising company for Roundup, Roundup and stuff like that, and then you use Roundup and then make all the connections. Uh, Miracle Grow soil, uh, we I've I've used it. So um, yeah, man, I don't know what to say about this shit. This this shit is really it's crazy. So uh, I'm getting really near the half an hour. Uh, I want to thank all you guys for listening out there. If you, if you even listen, I, I, I thank you for that. Uh, thank you for letting me rant on about this shit. Um, like I said, uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the person, uh, um, famous across the board for, uh, you know, for being a cannabis activist. I, I don't want to, I don't want to be that famous person, you know, like shit like that. I want to be that person that's behind the scenes and shit and helps out any way he can. He, he, he can. Um, and, and, you know, throwing facts out there just by me saying, you know, throwing these facts out there, I think I'm helping a little bit. So let's do our, our own part. Um, even if you're not a smoker, uh, I, I'm pretty sure you could agree that we can all benefit from anything that's organic and a hundred percent natural. Right. So thank you guys. Big shout out again to, um, uh, Francisco Ramirez and Dale Esparza for the information. Thank you guys. Appreciate that. Uh, big shout out to Dallas Wolfenstein and shit. We're going to be fucking practicing this Sunday, finally, we're gonna fucking be, uh, back on and shit, I'm very, very happy about that, so, yeah, um, stay tuned for the next, um, uh, <laughs> the next, uh, blow report, we're gonna be, uh, trying to hopefully do the whole foodie episode this, uh, this next episode that's coming up, I'm um, also, um, we got shirts, we got shirts, baby, so, uh, stay tuned for that, and we also have our own line of, uh, actual nice, designs and shirts that are coming up um so yeah we are the fucking stone age baby so <laughs> let's do the damn thing um i am gonna go ahead and say bid you adieu for now with this fucking uh dizzy og thank you guys for listening i love all you guys i hope you guys had a happy and safe fourth of july and also want to let you guys know that we are going to have a new segment uh pretty soon Blunt reporting, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. As always, um, uh, I'm not a religious person. I really, I'm not. I believe in a higher power and whatever higher power that is. You know, that's between me and that higher power. Um, it could be the universe. It could be whatever you want to call it. Good vibes, whatever. Throw good vibes out there, people. For real, throw them out there. Um, I know it's hard to keep your cool sometimes. When people are, are are stupid and ignorant towards you, but you know what? If you really go ahead and take that, take their anger and turn it into something positive, you know, for yourself, you know, do so. If somebody needs help, if somebody's having a bad day, yeah, sometimes it's kind of hard to overlook that. But think about it this way. If they're having a really shitty day, how do you know they're not having a bad day because somebody in their family passed away, somebody in their family is sick, they're having money problems, uh, you know, things of that nature. Sometimes, sometimes we're really quick to judge uh, things like that. Let's let's go ahead and try not to do that. You know, let's let's, let's try to have that love for one another. You know, let's let's try to, let's change shit, man, because things are getting crazy out there. Let's let's go ahead and break that fucking cycle of bad bad energy, bad vibes. You know, and let's go ahead and replace that with good vibes. You know what I mean? So please, um, you know, if if you're gonna do charity, do it out of the goodness of your heart. Don't. Don't fucking do it with a with a with one, a cell phone in your hand and a fucking you know and a sandwich for the homeless and another. Don't do that shit, man. Don't fucking record that shit. 
Charity is not for your fucking, for your little stories on Facebook and, and Instagram and shit. Yeah, you might, yeah, you might get mad about when I'm saying this shit, but I see this all the time. Don't do fucking charity and, and record it and then fucking upload that shit and say you're helping somebody out. Fuck that. Nah, that shit ain't charity, man. That That's just a fucking a little story and, and you just want to win likes for that shit. I don't give a fuck how you cut it, how you put it. Fucking charity is not your fucking viral story. Please don't do that shit no more. All right? Let's not do that shit. All right? If if um if you're gonna give something, don't give a fuck who's watching, man. Just do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. No matter fucking what, you don't. Nobody needs to give you credit. Give yourself credit, man. You know, give give you give yourself credit enough to know that you you um you were moved by what you saw, and you know what, you gave that homeless person a buck. You gave that homeless person a sandwich. You know, I've done that shit before. You know what I mean? I've I've gave homeless fucking people. I'm sorry, not. I fucking gave homeless people um, the fucking jacket off my back. Why? Because I don't give a fuck. Because that's replaceable. Because I can replace that shit. They can. Think about that shit for, for a second. So don't do that shit, all right? Let's fucking be positive for everybody and shit. Give full heartedly. You don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Just know that you're doing it. Nobody else needs to know. You know why? Because when you do good things, it comes back to you 100 times fold. Guaranteed. Nobody needs to see that shit. You know, seen it, whatever fucking, whatever higher power, whatever vibe, whatever good, whatever, whatever good you celebrate in your life, that good is seeing it. And you're going to get it back 100 times fold. Guaranteed. So really, just do it for yourself. Don't do it for that like. Don't, don't fucking record that shit. Nah. If you're going to give bud, give bud to a homeless person or, or somebody that needs it. It doesn't have to be a homeless person. No, somebody in need. Don't fucking... Don't videotape that shit either, man. That's not cool. That's not cool. So, uh, with that being said, man, thank you guys. I know I ranted on again. Just, you know, stay positive. Stay positive, everybody. And uh, if you need help, ask for it. Don't expect us to know what's going on. But if you need help deeply, you have a problem, or you're, if you're feeling suicidal, please, 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 please tell somebody. I guarantee you, even if you think there's nobody there to listen, please, there will be some somebody there to listen okay and um also support weed for warriors for our vets they gave their life up for this country and for us to be here i understand that very deeply now you know being being a, a, a mexican immigrant kid i understand that very deeply i understand that um our vets gave everything they had and then some for this country and 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 a lot of the times when they give the um, the consequences of that are when they come back. You know, post PTSD is is huge, huge deal. Um, please support your um, you know, Weed for Warriors, and also uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do something, you know, something like that. Um, very soon, hopefully with uh, my boy Cushman over here and um and my Instagram. He's I believe he's a vet. He has something uh, of that nature, so I'm gonna go ahead and, and do that later on. We're, I'm gonna get in touch with him and see if we can do something about that. Some, something about the blood report. Please support your vets, okay? With that being said, again, <laughs> thanks guys. That's it. I'm out of here. This is last hit. All right. Remember, everything is gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be alright. You know what's up, baby? So, cannibal out. Thank you, guys. Peace.
Sound of This Animal back at it again with episode number eight. It's going to be a doozy. We are going to be touching on the um, GMO topic, more specifically Monsanto. And uh, yeah, we've heard a lot before, GMOs this, GMOs that. Honestly, I don't think all GMO seeds are bad. I'm more specifically concerned about Monsanto and how... Monsanto connects with the cannabis industry, which is pretty crazy. So stay tuned for that. We're going to break down on what are GMOs and not too too much in depth because, you know, I'm not a scientist. I just play one on TV, you know. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <clears throat> yeah, so we're going to go ahead and do that. Also, we're going to talk about the history of Monsanto and where they've been and really the kind of inhumane ways they've actually been involved in the chemical industry and how they transitioned from the chemical industry into the agricultural business, which is pretty crazy. And finally, in our last segment, we're going to be touching on how Monsanto and the cannabis industry connect. We're going to put the thoughts together and you decide if, you know, if anything of the content we're discussing today is plausible. So please go ahead sit back relax and smoke a bowl with me here uh we're gonna go ahead and hit this headband og um yup yup let me talk this shit up okay now i got a brand new little piece and this little piece is courtesy of our good friends at inhale relax create <clears throat> awesome little piece they're they're uh starting to do bigger things now i'm very glad to see that and if you're if you ask nice enough i believe they're able to deliver so if you want to go ahead and go to my instagram page and check out inhale relax create they'll go ahead and um see they can supply with some good glass it's very sturdy uh i love it honestly i wouldn't review a product and put it on my podcast if i didn't like it um it's pretty cool it perks up pretty nice it comes with two bowls, actually. It comes with a um, concentrate bowl and a regular um, weed bowl or regular bowl, I guess. It's uh, it's actually just one long piece as opposed to my other green uh, piece that I have that's actually similar. That actually broke on me and shit for me being a dumbass. So, yeah, this is pretty cool. I mean, the perk action is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I love it. It's lightweight, but it's yet sturdy. So check them out. Inhale, relax, create, okay? All right. So with that being said, um, I don't know if you guys are up to date on what's going on in the cannabis industry in California. Um, don't know exactly uh, 100% details. And actually, um, shout out to Beard Brothers. Um, they, I actually saw um, a post that they had on their Instagram that actually reminded me of that. That... Um, I guess starting July 1st, which we're actually on July 4th now, um, happy 4th of July to everybody out there, you know, um, the, excuse me, brain fart, okay, July 1st, California weed regulations, cannabis regulations, Prop 64, are demanding new labels that actually go ahead and state that you've been uh your product has been tested for pesticides molds and other things of that nature i believe also thc content uh strain 
strain. Also, I believe this goes for concentrates and edibles. And also, what's going on with that is people had a heads up. I I, I believe six months ago, uh, um, before all this all these things happened. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But that's what I keep reading around um, everywhere, actually. So with that being said, what happens in this case is if you're not up to date with your labels and you're not um, properly regulated, and you we don't you don't we don't know what's in your bud, that's it for you. You don't even bother to fucking open up your shop. From what I hear, I honestly have not seen, to be honest with you, a big difference. I don't know. I don't know if I um, LA. LA dispensaries are affected more. I have no idea what's going on, but just be aware that there's with this change. I think there's going to be more changes coming, honestly, really, because I mean we want. I didn't want this, but a lot of you out there voted for Prop 64. Oh, it's a snap. You know what? It's not the greatest thing for cannabis. Just because you want to make it, um, I guess recreationally legal doesn't make it doesn't make that good. Doesn't make that great. It really doesn't. I mean, if you think about it, we were better off when we were medical. Yeah, you had to get your reg, and and a lot of the um, dispensaries that you would go to were kind of shady. Okay, granted, yeah, but there was a lot of good dispensaries out there also. So I mean, it's it's still even though it was medical, it's still like in the middle. You know, there's a lot of things that that were not really. Um, how can I put this? They're just not right. You know, there's a lot of loopholes and shit like that. We get it. Okay, understand it. But Prop 64, man, honestly, this is not, um, I don't think this was the greatest thing for us, honestly. Because what about, what about the, okay, let's say you're a dispensary and your shit sucks, right? You got pesticides, molds, and all this other crap in there. Okay, but what about the little guy? Huh? What about the guy that grows his stuff organically that doesn't really need a label? Why? Because he knows what, what he puts in there. Of course, you need... And it's nice to have, you know, THC content, but you know what? I'm not saying everybody out there is like this, but you know, a lot of you out there know that there's a lot of companies that are willing to take an extra dollar to go ahead and raise those numbers up when it comes to your um, THC content and things like that. So we all know that shit. I mean, low key. But what about the, the little guy that doesn't do all that shit? And he's asked out because at the moment, what if he's starting up and he can't afford all that, you know, all the testing and stuff like that? I mean, you know, and I mean, I get it, but think about it this way. All right. So there, there's more stricter laws, right? So what's going to happen is that labs are going to get fucking hit up. Maybe that, maybe that's what it was, right? Maybe one of some of the biggest labs in um, California decided, Hey, you know what? Let's get, let's get together. Let's make this new, new rules and regulations. And you know, everybody's asked that. Who knows? But really, what I would do, if you're listening from another state, not in California, and it um, cannabis is recreationally legal in your area, why don't you go ahead and check out what changes might be abroad, might, might, might be coming um, for, uh, I guess, fourth, you know? What kind of changes are going to happen in, your, in the cannabis industry and rules and regulations in your area? Check that out. You never know what might happen, happen really. So, I mean, it's it's kind of disappointing to hear that, really, because, I mean, what, it, this is going to happen, if this really happens, this goes through and everybody 
you know, a lot of people get shut down and they get more strict, prices are going to go up. Prices are going to go up. Mind you, okay, so maybe it's it's better because you might have um, high-quality weed. Of course, you could still grow mids, you know, and lows, and you could still do it naturally without any pesticides, any any herbicides, anything like that. So, okay, granted, right? But, I mean, it's I think it's going to go up in price. Taxes is going to go up. And there's still there's still things that seem kind of shady um, with all these things happening. You know, uh, I'm, I'm at a loss for words right now because I don't I don't really 100 percent remember everything. But that's just the gist of it. July 1st came and there's a lot of things, a lot of changes. There's also a video on my um, Instagram showing the, the 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 quote unquote change in labels. Uh, when I used to get my my herb and my go to spot. Um, you know, they used to write it in just with a, you know, I guess permanent marker, uh, right on the capsule. Now, they, now they're not doing that. Now they're, they actually have labels and all that stuff. No THC content, but it, you know, it states rules and regulations of, uh, of California, I guess in a nutshell, uh, you know, like every other label and stuff like that. So yes, there are changes, more changes to come. I mean, expect that shit, honestly. And as you expect, um, as you expect these changes, expect one fucking thing. The corporate takeover of cannabis. Ladies and gentlemen, this is no longer a um, conspiracy theory. This is no longer, this is no longer bullshit. This is the truth. The corporate takeover of cannabis is here. And for the little guy that's trying to make it in this business, it's a big fuck you. So you know what I say to that shit? Fuck corporate fucking bullshit. Fuck the corporate takeover of cannabis. If you're fucking with me, flip them off at the same fucking time as you're listening to this shit. All right? Fuck corporate cannabis. That's why there's a lot of fucking, a lot of people out there that are, that are actually not doing big grows and they're doing craft cannabis, you know, organic hundred percent. And from what I've seen, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, companies out there. I don't want to just name one, but they, I'm sure they claim, um, original genetics or actually, uh, I guess real genetics. Cause right nowadays we know also, and I think, this is this is going on is with with the with the corporate takeover corporate takeover of cannabis that's been in the works for a long time. There has been the maybe maybe you know just maybe I guess the um, how would I put this the diluting of original genetics when it comes to cannabis. You know OGs are not OGs anymore. You know, you know, um, Skywalker is not Skywalker's anymore. You know, the uh, uh, fucking um, sativas are not sativas anymore. You know, there's a lot of fucking just sativa and indica uh, strains that are no longer. I don't see it out there anymore. White Widow, I think, is fucking obsolete because there's so many crosses of White Widow plus this, this, and that. I mean, that's that was one of my favorite strains. <laughs> Um, dare I say when medical cannabis was growing up, you know, not me, of course, cause I was already a grown ass person, but as I watched this industry grow from medical to prop 64, 
that was one of my favorites, White Widow. And and I, I, I could rarely get myself my hands on on some of that. And you know the AK forty seven also was one of the, one of the strains I used to get back in the day. Uh, Bub was another one. I don't see that anymore. It's just the 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 diluted genetics are actually. Um, don't get me wrong, they taste great. They get you high and shit like that. But it's it's changed a lot since, since um, I started smoking medical. So just beware of that. You know, you as a consumer, you as the medical user gotta be aware it's fine if you smoke and maybe you don't give a fuck about things like this you know but really in all reality this shit affects your smoke trust me on this shit for real this shit affects your smoke and if and you know what if you don't believe me just keep listening to the last segment of this fucking of this podcast and you're gonna you put the docs together all right so real talk real talk real talk listen to the whole thing I know I babble on and, I, and, I, and sometimes it's long-winded, but it's for a reason. So if you're a grower, if you're a consumer, a smoker of any product of cannabis, please tune in to the last segment, okay? Because I don't think you're going to be surprised. You're going to be like, okay. Some of you are going to be like, what the fuck, for real? Is this, is this real? Are you fucking with me, cannibal? Well, we'll see. All right, so uh, that's my fucking rant because it gets me angry because this, this is such a good medicine. Um... And it's just in a whole, a, a huge spectrum of, of, of ailments. And just like corn, you, there, there's so many products that can be, can, that can be derived from cannabis and hemp, hemp themselves. So I'm very passionate about this, passionate about this. So, and also, um, I hope this sounds a lot more smoother and I guess more consecutive, I guess you want to call it. And also I'm really, I'm really working on the, you know, the whole cursing thing, I know that's just kind of hard. <laughs> but hey, I'm really trying. And as you notice, you might notice that I'm, I'm cussing a little bit less. Uh, just right now when I was ranting, but that's about it. So um, with that being said, let me hit this headband OG one more time for all y'all. Happy 4th of July. And I hope you guys are doing a great, not doing a great job. <laughs> I hope you guys are having a great day, a great week. If you're down and out for some reason and you you feel like, giving up don't do it man light a blunt smoke a bowl smoke a joint take a dab whatever you want to do talk to somebody man i know there's always somebody that wants to listen okay so and let's do it oh we headband og baby all right. Tune into the next segment. Cannibal out, baby. What up? What up? It's the cannibal, the cannabis fucking animal. Back at it again and shit. Where? Fucking blacklist for at church and shit. Finally doing the fucking thing. Instead of just fucking do it, get up and fucking just spontaneously fucking go. So here we go. We're gonna get my fucking wreck. I'm gonna hit up fucking blacklist and shit. Looking for E Zone. Let's see what's up. Alright, so we're fucking out here and shit, waiting for our wrecks and shit. It's hot as fuck, 100 fucking million degrees out here, waiting for that wreck. Trying to go on the fucking uh, blacklist and shit, back at church. It's been like fucking three years and shit since we've been here, so let's see what's up. Waiting and shit, fucking cannibal right here, fucking bumping port and shit. Waiting for the motherfucking shit to go down.
So we're fucking in our radio shit. Finally out of the damn sun because it's fucking 9 degrees out here and shit. We're finally doing the thing. Um, damn, I see a lot of vendors. It's been a long ass time, a couple years since we've been back with some shit. So happy to be back on this fucking go. So we're checking out everything. Everybody has some cool fucking setup here. Nice glass. Smells awesome over here. So hopefully we'll fucking get some medicated fucking drinks and shit, you know? Real talk. Yeah, man, so we'll check it out. Check it out with you guys and shit on Blender Report, alright? Kind of boy out, baby.